1: Not sure what that was, Bach. (laughs) I mean, I was kind of liking the DJ thing going on there.
0: There it is. Nice.
1: Man, my headphones were on loud.
2: Oh, there's the second one. That a good one. Nice. The second one. Hey, it's Kevin Meyer of Meyer's Cork and Bottle. Strick is dancing on the stream. We're going to have to figure <laughs> out if we can get Strick on here because I think uh, it, we might have to skip you again, Strick. We'll see if we can get we it got going. quad box. Yeah, we got some problems going on. But uh, either way, Kevin Meyer of Meyer's Cork and Bottle is in. It's Cinco de Mayo. Happy Cinco de Mayo, Kevin. Muchas gracias. <laughs> hey. El 5 de Mayo para
1: ti también.
2: Oh, that's too much. I, I got a, I got a little bit of that. I was technically passed Spanish, but uh, I did keep it.
1: Uh, well, you know, if Strick can hear us, being in Miami is like being in a foreign country because nobody speaks English. <laughs> Everyone speaks Spanish because they're all Cuban.
2: It's kind of interesting, actually. I don't know if Strick can talk to us because we've got echo going on here. Unless uh, we get, we got no Nick worries. working on it. No but. worries. Nick yeah. Nick's a genius. He's
1: brilliant. So Watch this. We're going to stick with uh, a little bit of Cinco de Mayo theme, a little bit of non-Cinco de Mayo theme. I think that we're going to do the wine first because I think what we have for our Cinco de Mayo theme won't really set up the wine very nicely. So uh, we're going to start with that. I'll hand this out and uh, while well, well, Nick oh, wow. is trying to bring in.
2: <laughs> He's trying. We're we're, not, we're on our we're working on it here. Strick's got his own uh, drink, but uh, we're not gonna talk about that Strick till we can listen to you. It says what is that, Brute? Looks like it uh you know what you know what brute is? Is it is it better? I don't think it's don't better. Think it's no, it's good. not ah. <laughs> The Echo A Brute Opera Prima. Sparkling wine, okay. Yeah, so, yeah, that's the sense. Yeah,
1: brut is the level of dryness. So there, oh. there's five levels of, of dryness and/or sweetness in sparkling wine. Grand brut is the driest. Brut is dry. Extra dry is actually not as dry as brut. Then you have demi sec, which is semi sweet, and sec, which is sweet. But generally, you only see the middle three. So the brut, the extra dry, and the demi sec.
2: Oh, okay. Uh, so there you close. go.
1: Just a l- little bit of lesson in sparkling wine from your oh, old uncle Kev.
2: <laughs> there we go. What are we drinking again here?
1: Uh brand new to the store, called Flat Top Hills, oh. um, and this is from the um, uh, Charles Krug family, uh, family of wineries, which is actually the Mandavi family, but not the Robert Mandavi that everybody knows. This is brothers Peter uh, is, uh, and it's his grandchildren that own and operate it now. And so, basically, um, Charles Krug is the oldest estate in Napa Valley. They're located in Yountville, and in fact, the Mandavi brothers learned the trade from Charles Krug, and they bought his estate after Prohibition in the forties. Well, they were young, hot-headed Italian boys. Ended up in the fist in a fist fight in the front yard. So Robert quit and went on to become the world's most famous winemaker, Robert Mandavi. And his brother stayed put at Charles Krug, and like I said, now his grandsons and granddaughters. Own and operate it, and this is a new project for them that they call Flat Top Hills, and um, this is their red blend. So it is a blend of several different grape varietals, and uh, these are on sale, new winery feature of the month uh, for twenty bucks at the shop. Wow! And uh, this would actually be a good wine to have, like with enchiladas or you know, good Mexican food type thing. Um, I love these red blends with barbecue too. I love them with spaghetti, pizza, you know, just kind of your. You're just everyday fare that you don't need to get too fancy with. You don't need to get too complex with. Just good taste in wine with good taste in food. That's what it's really all about.
2: Yeah, and I can see this. Uh, obviously, we're looking forward to Mother's Day. I mean, this could be another one. It's maybe, mm-hmm. uh, you know, and, and I think anything's good for, for Mother's Day, but there's, I guess there's uh, ones that you would lean toward.
1: Well, I tell you, um, you know, it kind of depends on what your mom likes, uh, but we have lots and lots of wines that obviously would – Fit the female palate as well as, uh, you know, be attractive to their eye. And, um, you know, flowers are great. You should do that, too. But get your mom a nice bottle of wine that she can enjoy for herself uh, at her own time, at her own leisure. And um, we'll we'll make sure that you come out looking like the best uh, best child in the family. (laughs) I got uh, speaking of
3: of wine, I took the rosé all day over to uh, my parents' house, my mom loved it. Nice. She loved nice. the rosé, which has been a really, really good one. Probably my favorite one of all of us, which I guess that tells you something about my palate. Well, Unfortunately. It's just, you know, I mean, it's light, it's crisp, it's clean, it's dry. It's chilled, too, yeah. which is, it was really, really good when it was a little chillier, so it was really good.
0: Kevin, let me ask you this, and I might be very far off in asking this. Is this a lower ABV? Cause for some reason it doesn't taste like as much alcohol. I don't know. Maybe I'm just a sophisticated
1: wine drinker now. I think that we've broken you in man. Um, Whoa. no, this oh, is, um, am I right? Uh, it's actually higher. Is it Look at that <laughs> no. yeah, it's Th- like thirteen five, which is pretty standard, is standard for a dry red wine. Okay. They you broke a lot that. of times they can it. get up to about fifteen, but I mean a percent and a half isn't making it going to make a huge deal. Interesting, yeah. yeah. um, but uh, maybe
0: you are breaking me in. I'm just starting to enjoy the wines now because at first when it hit me, I was like, oh my gosh, like it's very wine and I was just, mm, it tastes pretty
1: good. Yeah, it's nice. well, it's like that's water the, for you. Yeah, <laughs> that's the great thing about the red blends is that they're not real tannic. They right, don't have yeah, a, lot yeah, right, bite, a lot of bite, so right. they have a soft mouth feel and. Um, and and they're kind of a little more fruit forward, and uh, they're just very drinkable, non-pretentious, easy easygoing wines, and that's what I like about them. And these are on sale for twenty bucks. Plus, it's uh, a cool bottle. They they die cut the uh, wine glass out of the label, oh. and um, so it's you know it's kind nice. of a cool presentation as well. And it's a fun story because Charles Krug, like I said, is the oldest estate in in Napa Valley. And in fact, I just met. Gigi Mondavi, uh, uh, Peter's daughter last week, and and a very cool gal, and and, uh, she and her sisters are getting after it. I think they they let their brother play along, too, but it's mostly (laughs) the girls that are running (laughs) the show.
2: Is that the first time you've met uh, any Mondavi? Uh,
1: I met her dad, actually, about 15 years ago, and uh, what was funny is uh, he was in town to do a wine dinner uh, for Charles Krug, and uh showed up at the shop and, you know, we're you know, just kinda talking, telling us a little bit about, you know, him and his family and their history and the wines, etcetera, et cetera. And uh I said, Mr. Mundavi, only a true friend would tell you this, but your fly is down. <laughs> <laughs> oh no. <laughs> and, That's awesome. Uh, and uh, you know, it turns out like it, it was like a thirty year old suit. He was never used to wearing a suit, you know, and uh and he's like, oh dang it! I have I have a a, a wine dinner. His, the, his fly was broken, and Uh-oh. so I had to send him over to Gary Michaels when my I had a shop over in Williamsburg for quite a while, and so I sent him over to Gary Michaels and, and got him fixed up with a new pair of pants, <laughs> wow.
3: so he could have his wine dinner. That's so. really cool.
2: Yeah, I like funny. that. You 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 so so you could probably do that uh, a lot of, with a lot of people. Hey, your fly is down. I got an idea for you, <laughs> but
1: no, you have to hope it's broken. But I'm not in the clothing business, so why would yeah. I do that?
2: <laughs> All
1: right, what do we got? So we are going with the uh, Glacial till Tillerita to go with the Cinco de Mayo theme. There we go. This is a margarita-flavored um, cider. And ciders are, are apple-based, and this one has lime and a little bit of sea salt in it. And uh, they come in at about 6.5%, very easy to drink. And I thought we'd also talk a little bit about tequila Yes. Um, <laughs> and, uh, and, Nick oh,
0: hates tequila. Uh, I love tequila. I, if I had to choose one liquor for the rest of my life, it would be tequila. Oh tequila Oh my, That is horrible. I'm an animal. I love it. <laughs> you get after
3: it that when you is drink horrible. tequila.
1: You got to get well, after it. Here's the thing: is that most people that tell me that they hate tequila, it's because they've never had a good one. I had a good one. That's, that's oh, yeah. So you said I will that say
3: that is true. So I had some family friends that came back from Mexico. And they got me and my buddy my roommate a $200 bottle of tequila and Goodness that was gracious. super smooth super, super smooth, smooth. It was it was, like it was not it was not <laughs> stuff that you'll drink
1: down at, at uh, Iggys Well and it's the same um, principle that people will say I don't like wine and it's because well they've probably never had a good one. The only experiences that they've had have been negative and yep. usually that's because of the poor quality of the wine. Mm-hmm. Um, but the thing about tequila some kind of fun facts. Uh, Number one, it cannot be called tequila unless it comes from the state of Jalisco. And Jalisco is where Puerto Vallarta is located. Um, Number two, it has to be made of 100% blue agave, which there are different... Mm. Agave plants are a succulent, similar to like a cactus. um, And they get these great big spiny leaves on them. And they have uh, the people that go out and uh, pick the agave plants. um, And they are called hemidors. Mm. And the hemidors, um, they will... Take the uh, agave plant, they'll chop it off the ground. They chop all the leaves off, leaving what's called the piña, or it basically looks like a pineapple. And uh, this is what makes tequila unique from other liquors, is that initially uh, what they do is that they bake the piña, and what comes out of that is a honey-like substance uh, called agave nectar. It's very sweet. It's kind of thick and syrupy. And then they, they first ferment it, like making a wine. So it's like making almost like a mead, which is a honey wine, only they make a wine from the agave nectar. And then it's distilled into a liquor, uh, and what becomes then later on tequila. Now, there's three main types. Uh, there's the silver or blanco, and those generally don't see any time in the oak barrel, and so they're clear. Uh, Then you have a reposado, which means it's rested or reposed. And usually those are anywhere from like six to nine months in barrel. And so they start to take on a little light brown color um, because of the charring of the barrels that they're aged in. And then you have the añejo, which means old. uh, And those are usually aged two years uh, plus. And you can even have extra añejos sometimes aged up to, you know, 10 years in barrel. And what's interesting now is that we're also seeing um, places do their extra Añejo, but then run it back through a charcoal filter. So it's been aged for like 10 years, but then it's clear. So I don't know if that also takes out the, the oak aging flavor or not, or what it's designed to do, but the idea is the longer it sits in the barrel, the uh, the uh, smoother it gets. Yeah. And there's a trick with tasting tequila as well, because what a lot of times turn people off is is the burn, right? Mm-hmm. So when you take a sip you take the tequila into your mouth you breathe in through your nose then you swallow and exhale out through your mouth and what that does is it blows the alcohol vapors out so you don't get the burn and then you can start to taste the agave and taste the sweetness and taste the smoothness of the tequila, and it's a game changer if you do that. If really? you blow out the vapors it, and you don't get the burn, oh. it, it's an amazing. And so then, once you have a good tequila and you know how to taste it right, uh, it's a complete game changer. See, All
3: right, I, I made tequila burn. shots tonight after the, work. That's what <laughs> I said. No! See, I, asked, so,
0: I asked Nick the other weekend, I said, let's take a tequila shot, and he said, no, the burn's the best part. I like the burn. He's it's, out of control. That's, a, <laughs> that's, that's
1: an acquired taste as well, yeah. <laughs> the burn. Sometimes you would just want to know... What you're getting and, uh, oh, well. you know, take a slap to the face.
3: So you pour the shot in your mouth, breathe in through your nose, swallow It doesn't even it.
1: have to be a shot. Just take a sip.
3: Yes. Well,
0: yeah, you know. so while it's tequila,
3: tequila shots,
0: absolutely tequila shots, It'd be fine. But that's the thing is the problem with people with tequila shots, Kevin. And let me ask you this: Everyone takes the salt beforehand. I'm all about the lime. The salt makes it worse for me. I hate salt with tequila.
1: If you're drinking a good one, you don't need any of that right, stuff. Right, right. You just. But if you got to do it, you know, basically, it's designed to mask the off flavors of a bad tequila by wow. salt. And so, if you uh, if you do it right, you don't need the lime or the salt. You just you know, take a little. It's sip. kind
2: of a tradition that comes along with it now, though. Is, is that just from bad tequila? <laughs> I guess it's too exactly much, right? what it's. Yeah, yeah. yeah, absolutely. <laughs> a lot of people like to do that. That's why they will drink their tequila. Yeah. Um, Look at uh, slam it, suck it, baby. <laughs> so, <thank laughs> so, that's awesome. <laughs> that's so you, that's really so you sip
0: it and then breathe in through your nose? Yeah. Okay. Yep. Sip it, breathe in, swallow, swallow and then exhale. Out I mean, we'll the get night. Nick to take some tequila shots. Then. Yeah. What do you think Jose is Cuervo de Mayo. Or would you recommend maybe like an eighteen hundred or something? Yeah, like I'd,
1: I'd go. I'd take a step up over over Cuervo. I, I've heard some things about Cuervo that it's not even real tequila. It was owned I've by Paul Mitchell, that. the hair company, for a long time. Really? Oh, oh, oh my god! That, that explains why it tastes like crap. And now is <laughs> Cuervo well, fun? They were getting their te- their agave from like New shampoo. Mexico, mm-hmm. uh, apparently, uh, but they had enough money to pay off the Mexican government, so they could still call it tequila. But and, and then oh. the coloring wasn't from the uh, barrel; it was from color food coloring that they added oh, yeah. to, that's oh, why it, really? that's why it looks more yellow and mm-hmm. less like sort of tan uh because it's not pushing so is the barrels. is
2: the agave that's that's in this region so that it can officially be tequila is it is it is it like is there something about that region where the, that's where the plant grows the best or is that more political like they've they've just kind of bracketed off that area
1: well it's kind of like champagne so You know, they make like mezcal is made from agave plants as well, but it doesn't necessarily have to be blue agave and it doesn't have to come from the state of Jalisco. Just like champagne, they make sparkling wine all all over the world. But if it doesn't come from the champagne region in France, then it's not champagne. It's just sparkling Hmm. wine. The same thing with tequila. And so I think the idea is, is that they're protecting their proprietary rights to uh, so that the, the liquor has prestige and uh and you know you see a lot of really high end tequilas on the market that are really really good um that fetch a pretty pretty you know pricey tag and and uh, uh if you do it right it's really really good it's all it can almost be like a cognac so i at the, i was i went to the
3: royals game on sunday and i bought a margarita solely cuz i liked the class that it came in and i wanted to take it home so i had to slam down a margarita what kind of tequila do we think that was in there
1: Oh I'm sure it was probably just your your really bad. basic well tequila okay. yeah which
0: I've heard is actually vodka that they make it flavored like tequila. I don't know how much truth there is to that, but I had a bartender tell me that one time.
1: Um, I general, I've never heard that, but I mean, I suppose if if you're <laughs> un, if you're unethical, yeah. Wow. <laughs> you know,
3: yeah, Corey and Lincoln says Don Julio or Patron is the minimum standard for a shot. Patron, I, I can handle. Patron is pretty good. Eighteen hundred is really I I like eighteen
0: hundred. Nothing
1: for a lot. wrong with eighteen hundred. Yeah. Uh, Casamigos is great. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. There's, you know, there's a whole bunch of them out there. Uh, even uh, The Rock has his own tequila. It's called Terramana. I, I have seen, seen that. that. And <laughs> it's reasonably priced, and it's pretty good quality stuff. So I would say if you're looking bang for your buck, go with uh, Terramana, which is The Rock's What
2: tequila. we're drinking right now, though, is, is delicious. <laughs> it, it is good. Is, yeah. you know, we, we forgot uh, <laughs> to talk about that. <laughs> well, we do, it's, uh, because it's, it's got that hint of tequila, but it's like you're not risking the burn. It's just delicious. You're yeah,
1: right. And so it's basically <laughs> a margarita-flavored cider from Glacial Till, which are... Uh, located right here in good old nebraska southeast of town sort of the bennett palmyra area and uh it it's a it's a party in a, in a can yeah and, big time. and nice. perfect for Seco de mayo and again we're trying to will spring into existence and we're yeah. going to go straight from crummy weather to like 90s next week i'm like come on let's get some middle ground where it's not blowing 25 30 mile an hour and uh you know let's get this spring going what, what are you doing for Seco de mayo kevin uh, my wife and I were just having this conversation uh, before I came in, and uh, she is going to dial up some enchiladas. So. Nice. Oh. Nice. All right. Now, what's perfect. your drink of choice with it, though? Yeah, I'm, I'm, I, oh, I'll drink margaritas? red wine with it. No, no, no. I'll, I'll oh, drink red oh, wine. Oh, interesting. Hmm. interesting. I Craig, like margaritas, but I, you know, it's just a lot of sugar, and and oh you know, gosh, to me, yeah. I, I don't know. I, if I'm on vacation, that's cool. But Craig told me to try <laughs> yeah, an upside down margarita.
3: Any uh, thoughts on what those are?
1: I believe that's when you sit in the chair and you tilt your head back and they and they have the, yeah, the pores and they... yep <laughs> <laughs> I'm out. Oh, there I'm you out. go, Nick. I'm out. It it sounds right up, Nick's out. Well, I got plans tonight. You know, it's I'm funny because, like, when you're... It, say you're at a resort in Mexico or, like, spring break or something like that, you know, they have these gals that they're wearing these holsters that have their liquor in the holsters oh, and yeah. they have these whistles and they'll bleep, 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 and then <laughs> they'll basically throw your butt in the chair, throw your head back, fill your mouth, and then they cover their mouth with your hand, or with their hand, and shake your head back and forth to mix up the <laughs> my stuff. my goodness. <laughs> that's so they aggressive. They have that in New, or- they they have summer 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 aggressive. New Orleans. And they also want you to then give them, like, ten bucks afterwards. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like, wait a second, like, you forced me into this. <laughs> <They> <laughs> that's so aggressive. Yeah, give no, me a tip.
2: That's, a good, that's good business strategy right there.
1: <laughs> that's right. Don't even ask. Just say, you know, hey, we've got a uh, caballero over here <laughs> with, a, <laughs> with, a, with a gun on the side of his hip. You better pay me. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> That'll wrap it up for Thursday, Thursday, a special Thursday, Thursday on a Cinco de Mayo. Thank you. Once again, Kevin Meyer of Meyer's cork and bottle. One more time. Tease us up for the mother's day coming up. Uh,
1: so if, uh, you don't know what to get your mom, get her a bottle of wine, get her a bottle of bubbly. We'll come take care of you. And, uh, you'll be the best kid in the
2: family. There you, you go. That's the goal. Head on down to Meyers' cork and bottle uh, there. He is Kevin Meyer. Thanks again for joining us. We'll take a quick break. When you come back, it's time for you to a uh, chance to win $15 to Buffalo Wings and Rings. Give us a call, 402-464-5685. First person to do so will be in line, and uh, we'll have a chance to win those $15 to Buffalo Wings and Rings. If you can beat Strick here, it's Shootout with Strick coming up next here on The Block.